Hey there, fam. Welcome to DFS Taverns, the putting green. It's your favorite betting bartender, Anzo. And tonight we are talking about the Val Spar Championship. It's my initial take. Let's get to it. So what is going on? We're talking Valspar Championship, the putting green. This is my initial take without reading or listening to any podcasts, any information on the tournament. It's based off of my own stats that I build, my own model on the cheat sheet that will show on the show. Uh, and you get, get access for free. And I'll tell you that in a second. First, I want you to know that uh, you got to keep me in line sometimes. A couple weeks ago, I asked on the video to comment uh, about where you think Keith Mitchell was going to end up. And I totally forgot to give the results like on next Monday's video. Uh, and I was completely wrong. For all of you that kind of put like uh, T16 or T35, I was kind of snickering uh, in the background, of course. Uh, but I like that you liked him a lot. And he did. He ended up like top 20 or something like that, somewhere in that range. And I was totally off him. So kudos to you that said he was going to make the cut. And for all this, that said he was going to miss the cut. Oh, well, it happens. Um, had a good week again last week at the players. Uh, the question I asked last week to get the cheat sheet was, um, do you think it's going to be a stars and scrubs approach or a balanced approach? Because the pricing was soft. And looking at the winners and top lineups and how I did personally was stars and scrubs approach. Um, I will put one up right here that I had last weekend that made some money. Someone want me to put up winnings on there. You know what? If you want to see winnings, you see winnings. It doesn't matter if it's 50 cents winning or if it's like 20 grand winnings. Uh, that's not the case. So I don't care. If you have winning contests and, it, you know, my information helped, hit me up uh, via email or, you know, tag me in a post on Twitter. It'd be much appreciated. I, I love everything I can see out there. I know I can't be the only one winning with the information I give, especially if I have Rory McIlroy as, you know, the number one golfer in my model and he wins. So I know some people had to be on him, I hope. And I talked about him on the video, all that jazz. So anyway, um, the question for you tonight to get access to the Valspar Championship, the cheat sheet. By the way, once you get access, it's the same link the entire season. So you don't have to ask me for the link again. You already have it. But just answer this in the comment section below. Then email me at bettingbartender at gmail.com or DM me on Twitter at DFS Tavern right here uh, with your email address. And if your name doesn't link up with your YouTube account, let me know who you are. Um, and that way I'll get you access to the cheat sheet. Boom! There you go. Anyway, the question tonight is Jim Furyk. If you've been listening or watching the show for a while, you know I'm not a Jim Furyk fan. I think he's old, you know, whatever. Uh, and he's not going to do so well. Well, obviously he came in second last weekend at the Players. And, you know, kind of hurt me by not having him. Uh, but he was a much lower price. This week, he's at 9,200. I mean, obviously, I was going to start playing him at this point. Like, I feel like I missed the boat. I don't know. Um, but at 9,200 on DraftKings, 27 on Yahoo. Maybe Yahoo knows what's up. Um, are you going to play him? And if so, what um, site? Are you going to play him on both sites, DraftKings and Yahoo? Uh, are you going to play him at one and not the other? Or are you just going to fade him outright because his price is just ridiculous and you don't want to play him because you're like me? Um, you just think he's overrated. I don't know. Let me know. Comment below and then hit me up. That way you can get the cheat sheet because I know I'm winning with the cheat sheet. You should be 
able to win as well. Okay, let's get to this week's tournament, and we're going to start off by going to the uh, look of the Innisbrook Copperhead. Here we are. Uh, I had to do this handmade this week. Usually it's for me. I can just scrape it off a website. Could not find the eagles and birdies and pars and all that information. So I had to go by hand. Took me a little longer, hence the video is out a little bit later. Anyway, uh, par 71 and uh, just over 7,300 yards. There are a bunch of par fours within like 420 and 475 yards. Actually, it is eight to be exact. And then there's only like uh, one par four that's not out of that range, or it is out of that range at 380 yards, and that is uh, hole number 12. There are uh, one extra par three, hence the par 71 here. But all the par threes are near or over 200 yards. The shortest one being at 195, hole number four. Believe it's going to play over 200 yards anyway. This is one of the toughest courses on tour. Usually ranks in the top 10 year in and year out. Uh, driving accuracy seems to be a big factor here over uh, driving distance because of dog legs and double dog legs and some of those longer par fives. Um, the snake pit is the most known, uh, I guess, three holes in, in golf. That's holes 16, 17, and 18. Uh, you can even throw 15 in there if you want. Uh, but the actual snake pit is the last three holes. It always plays over par. And uh, it can really make the difference here in who's going to win the uh, tournament this weekend. Uh, and one other one to look at is hole number 11. Although it's an easy, quote-unquote, easy hole, it is. Uh, it has a bunker in the front of the green. So for those trying to reach in two on this par 5, which is 575 yards, you've got to contend with a bunker. And then it could be a little difficult to get out of there. There's a lot of shallow greens, meaning that they're like, they're they're like a rectangular if you want or oval on its side you know so it's they're shallow and and, and wide so the shots coming in can't be too deep can't be too uh um short of the holes as well you'll find yourself in some trouble there or your players will i should say so just note that for the course checking out weather now um we will start uh today monday uh, looking very uh, normal Tuesday morning, raining a little bit or through the, through the, the mid morning hours tonight, even uh, Wednesday looking dry. Okay. In the mid sixties. So Thursday coming in, definitely looking like there's going to be a wave stack here um, that you're going to be looking at. And that's AM PM stack. Look at the wind from 8 AM to 5 PM. It really starts picking up in the gust pickup. Uh, later on for the, the PM wave. So if you want to go AM PM stack, might be a good choice. Looking on Friday, it's pretty much temperate the whole day. Everything's at the same rain, the same weather, you know, high, high 50s, low 60s. And if you want uh, Xfinity uh, internet service, just click the link above. Um, Saturday, the weekend, definitely uh, not the windiest day out of any of them. So it should be fine for everybody going out there. But then Sunday, it uh, looks worse for the morning wave i guess than it is for the afternoon late guys coming in with the wind so if you're playing showdown especially on the weekend probably looking for guys that are near the top of the leaderboard there um to get you your points just watch for the pricing i'm not the biggest showdown guy if you want to learn about showdowns you can definitely probably hit up uh, one of their guys on the channel here that plays showdowns more than i do i know greg and david play more by the way we will be talking to them on wednesday night at 
7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time live for Second Guess Your DFS with David, Greg, and myself. Uh, and we'll go over and finalize some of our plays and talk about our favorite guys and all that. So definitely don't miss out on that. Also, tournaments. I thought, you know, last week I said I was going to give up on the free tournament. Um, but I realized, especially from someone that reached out to me today, uh, saying that they like to uh, try different strategies out. And I'm like, well, okay, if that works, then I'll keep the free tournament. So I'm going to have a link in the description and in my pinned comment for two different tournaments. One is $1 tournament, all right, 30 teams. So make sure you jump in on it. It's not very full. Uh, it already got sent out to email subscribers, but uh, it can it will be on this video as well. The link's down below. Click on the $1 tournament. The winner of that tournament, not only gets the money, but can also be on the show for next week's show at the next tournament. If you just want to tweak and test and try new strategies, there's also a free tournament, 20 teams only. So you can try out new strategies. And if you're afraid of playing certain guys and stars and scrubs, maybe throw them in there. Or maybe you want to throw in a balance lineup, see how that works. That way it doesn't cost you any money. And uh, kind of see where you do throughout the other people in the community. So both links right there in the comments. And if you want to join the email list in the description also. Okay, back to the uh, field here. And let's go over my five picks this weekend um, for the tournament in different tier levels. And once you join the email list, the email gets sent out on Tuesday afternoon. Uh, that will have eight golfers on there as of this moment. It might shrink down a little bit. Right now I have another eight that I'll probably list in the email. So make sure you get on that list. Here we go, starting with the top. Uh, We're going to go to Sergio Garcia at 10,100, ranking third in my model. Um, 10,100 DK, 43 on Yahoo. So you're even saving a little bit of money on Yahoo there. I go through my stats. I go through course average over the last four years here. I have recent form for the last four tournaments this season. I do not put any ranking towards this, but I have it on the sheet because people ask for it. The recent form from the last eight tournaments this season, if you want to kind of compare. Then stroke differential field average, birdie or better percentage. Strokes gain to the greens always been popping now, so I'm really honing on that. Total driving, want to put that in there. That's accuracy and driving distance, but accuracy is more important this weekend and then my millennial mixologist cocktail is short game proximity and info like that sergio hits the mark on all those spots um you can see here that he has good course history uh coming fourth last year now he didn't play it much before that but that's okay and he's coming in with a 22nd the players ninth at honda classic six at wgc mexico uh, he's played very well in the Euro Tour, so he's doing very well. Obviously, we know his short game is good. Uh, his tee to green game is good, and he gets you a lot of points. Maybe not as much as the other guys up there, so he can kind of maybe be a sneakier play because if you go straight by DK points, it doesn't hit on that mark, and people might go down to Gary Woodland instead of playing there. But that's Sergio. Next in my model at 9,700 is Paul Casey. I wanted to kind of get someone to bounce back on who did poor last week at 9,741 on Yahoo. He won here last year. The miscut last weekend burned a lot of players. Let's kind of see how many people got burned last year. So we'll go to the past ownership tab. We'll go down to Paul Casey. I know he's way down here. Uh, didn't get many points. Uh, where are we? 
Paul Casey and RCB. All right, Paul Casey was almost 21% owned and got 18.5 points, so he screwed up a lot of teams. RCB over 21.5% owned and only got 19.5 points. So that's why I kind of like both these guys for a bounce back, but Paul Casey, especially at 9,700, really ranking out well for me, even with the missed cut last weekend that burned so many people that will lay off of him. So uh, we might lose some players in the DK golf neighborhood because everybody jumped at him, but I do like him this week. My blind pick this week in the $8,000 range is Jason Kokrak, first in my model, 8,632 on Yahoo, um, coming in with great form, ninth in the field for both last eight and last four uh, tournaments, um, having like a 22nd uh, average of those tournaments. You look at it, he's made the cut um, in those one, two, three, four, five, six, seven tournaments that he's played you can add another tournament i mean his last miss cut i think way back here is the open you know the B- british open the open uh where he last miss cut so kind of crazy that's all the way back there he was eighth year last year he ranks uh 11th out of my mixologist cocktail total driving 96 overall fourth in the field so i love that a lot show skin t to green uh, making a, a stroke and a half better than the field, um, pretty much. And bigger, better percentage, almost 25% of the time. So you want those points. They're going to add up. Scores will not be low this week, but uh, you need those points. And he has a lot more points than other people in this range. So I think he may be chalky, of course, but I'm going back to him. <laughs> In the 7K range, I'm going to go towards the top at 7,900 to JT Post and ranking 26 in my model, 7,900, 20 on Yahoo. Definitely, definitely going to be a Yahoo play for me this weekend. Um, doesn't pop on like many stats, but he's 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 positive in strokes gain, T to green. He's positive in stroke uh, strokes differential versus field, but average by almost a stroke. So I love that, 15th in that ranking. Uh, still 23% of the time getting a burrier better. Perfect. Total driving, not so much. But um, if you really want to check that out, we see that he's 240 seconds. So we go over to total driving in the stat section. It's The problem is it is his accuracy that is, is hurting him here. 145th out of like, you know, 200-something players. Not great. So do... Dive in deeper. Again, I don't like, uh, I don't sell anything for one. I don't sell lineups. I don't sell picks. It's just, I'm giving you my opinion on some people. But when anybody comes off as like questionable, like why did this stat kind of miss the mark? Dive in deeper. I have all the stats on the cheat sheet for you to look at. Even stats that don't pertain to my uh, model here. But yeah, that's the only thing that's kind of hurting me there. So his accuracy, I don't know, kind of up in the air, but I definitely I definitely like him still to go. Now the 6K range, this is tough because I like at least four guys in this range. And I'm just going to go down to the bottom. And I tweeted out this morning, again, one of those times where I tweet someone something out, I make sure that I'm the first person on there talking about him for the day by looking up his name and everything. And that was Hank Lebiota, ranking 37th. 37th my model at 6,120 on Yahoo!, has not played here in the last four years. Probably hasn't played here ever. Um, but his recent form, not great. But his last eight hitting off, again, that doesn't pertain to my model. The things that I like, 
24% of the time, he's getting birdie or better. So that's ninth in the field. He's stroke strained T to green is better than a half a stroke on the field. That's 19th in the model. Total driving, 189th overall, 31st in the field. His My cocktail mix here, 40th in the field. Um, and he's positive strokes differential versus field average. Not great, but whatever. I'll take it. The one issue I have here is, again, deep diving a little bit further into his we have to look at where he's done well and where he's not done well. So the Puerto Rican Open missing that cut hurt a little bit. Not going to lie. Hurt a little bit. Um, and then the Honda Classic, the 70th. So I'm assuming that his putting stats might not be great on the uh, Bermuda Greens. Worries me? Some. But it's someone to look at. Look at the terms he did do well, and he did well at the ATT Pro-Am, well at the Farmers, you know, 29th. Barely missed the cut at the Desert Classic. Sony Open 43rd, an awesome classic, you know, not a great field there, um, 32nd. This is a full field event. We have the top three players in DK, you know, pricing have not played here at least in the last four years. So there are some things you have to watch out for this week. And um, yeah, top 70s and ties make the cut. But that's the video for this week. Um, Hopefully, it gives you some good information. Again, in the description, there's all the information on how to join everything. So just look down there. Don't forget Jim Furyk, 9200. You're going to draft him or not because I don't think I am, at least not on DK. But, you know, as always, want to make sure that you have a great weekend, not only with your DFS, but with everything else going on in life. It's Anzo. At DFS Tavern on Twitter. Keep dancing to that music. Cheers.